Now, the greatest story never told with Miles and Thrill. Oh, welcome to the greatest story never uh, told uh, podcast. Episode 38. Jeez. I believe that's where we are. Episode number 38 as we continue to tell the uh, the story of our syndication deal. It's taken longer to tell the story than I believe we were actually syndicated. syndicated. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't very long. Uh, so <laughs> when we last left you, we uh, our, our, our show was launched at a national show in, uh, I believe, Dallas, Texas. Uh, Westwood One went and they put our men's room logo on all the men's room stalls. Which we thought was very cool. Yeah, we'd never seen advertising like that before. It was just crazy for us. We were so fired up. And, and a lot of people mentioned that as some of the more creative things that, that they saw down there. So it was definitely, at least for half the people there, it was uh, eye-catching. Yeah, great. <laughs> if you're a guy, you saw it. It was fantastic, man. Right. And then I remember we went to uh, Vegas for this radio convention. All right, And when we got to Vegas for this particular radio convention, we had some news we could not share with anyone. But we knew what was going to happen, and we're very, very excited about this. But when we get to Vegas, at this convention, there are radio people, predominantly from rock radio stations around the country. And we meet this guy from L.A. named Barry. Barry's a lot of things, and to this day, I can't tell you if I liked him or hated him. He's just one of those guys. I really don't know. But Barry, who had no business knowing anything, goes, hey, and this was our big news. I heard you guys, your show is going to be launched uh, in San Diego live. Oh, yeah. And I remember I looked at it, and I said, how many F do you know that, Barry? He's like, it's my job to know everything. Mm-hmm. Barry, I, that the magic is what dragon. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. Barry so, was useful, uh-huh. but he was kind of annoying. So we get, uh, so uh, we launch, we're on a probably at least uh, 16, 17 stations, I want to say somewhere in mm-hmm. there. In the midst of all this, one thing that we needed to do was we needed to bring on somebody who could handle all the responsibilities of syndication and the affiliates and all things involved with their social media, our social media, and all those things. And we brought in the uh, lovely and talented. Talented, uh, Robin Fox. That is correct. Yeah. And uh, uh, well, she became a part of the that show. That is her actual an laugh. An integral part of the show. And uh, and now we're off and running. We've got all the pieces in place. We are ready to go. Again, Dennis Green, the guy who signed us, who said, hey, man, I've never signed a bigger show, takes a job with another company. Not a big deal. We're launching it. Anyway. We didn't realize until wasn't hi- great. In but hindsight, that. now we know. But sure. at that but point in time. It didn't matter. We're getting San Diego yeah, live. Right. And, and the whole it. thing is, hey man, we just want to go on live. We've been on the nights and places and all this, but but put us on live so we can interact and talk with people in an entirely Correct. different city at the same time. And man, they launched a whole new station in San Diego. It's called the Machine. They, they did. Uh, and, and we were on some great radio stations. We were on in uh, New Orleans on Bayou 95.7. Mm-hmm. They were one of the first to carry us. Obviously, 96.5 WCMF, Rochester's Classic Rock. We were also on at 98.9, the Rock, Kansas City's Rock Station. On those stations, uh, mostly we were on from 10 until midnight. So they only carried two hours of the sure. show. Uh, same with 98 Rock, uh, California's Rock Station in Sacramento, California. Portland's Classic Rock, 92.3 KGON, had us on late at night. Uh, eventually, we got picked up at 1210 The Man in Miami. We were on some other stations, uh, 98.3 The Keg, Fayetteville, Arkansas, Big Dog, 97.9 Joplin, 97.9 CPR in Biloxi, Rock 105, Chattanooga's Rock Station, had us on as a night show. Probably our best shift. We were on from 7 until 11. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rock 95 in uh, Grand Forks, North Dakota, had, it, had us as a morning show. KICA 980 Clovis, New Mexico, and KVOP 1090 Plainview, Texas also had us as a morning show. Uh, not only that, but a number of stations that had us for a little while and then dropped us. We were on uh, in Lexington, Kentucky for a while. We were on in Alaska. We mm-hmm. were on the Bear in Blacksburg, Virginia. Mm-hmm. We were on Rock 103 in Fayetteville, North Carolina. 
Uh, we, we had a lot of affiliates come and go. We were also on in San Jose for a, a brief mm-hmm. period of time and did very well. But the key was, as Steve said, we wanted to be on live in the afternoon someplace because like anything, when people can call in, it is a local show. And one of the things about syndication is they say, you know, it's a, it's a national thing. Well, when you're on live someplace and you have the ability to call and talk, you know, you're, you're then it's local. Then it's local. So and you know, it's not rocket science. Yeah, we just wanted <laughs> to be, and we get this, and and, and Steve's right, we get this big break. We uh, this is huge. I mean, the, and look, and and anyone that's syndicated would tell you, like, this is you take Rush Limbaugh, who's very different than us, but he is on in a ton of markets, but a smaller percentage of that is he's on actually live. Sure, right. So and 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 he would tell you, like, look. You want to be live. I mean, that, that's your moment. Right. And not only that, but on a personal note and a professional note, uh, my daughter goes to school down in San Diego. So I knew that that's where she wanted to go. I knew that's where she was going to apply. I had been to San Diego with Steve on a few occasions just to get out of town and have a weekend. If you've ever been to San Diego, you fall in love with it. You know, the minute you get there, it's just a beautiful place. It's a beautiful spot. It's probably the most beautiful city in North America as far as if you like sun on the beach and all that. If that's your And speed, women. Yeah, this is uh, this is a good spot to be. So not only do we have interest in doing really well there, but potentially when you're in these situations, and if you are live, we have uh, radio stations down there, obviously, and we could go down. We could broadcast our show from mm-hmm. San Diego, California. I could see my daughter. We could spend time down there, even if it was just a week or two a year. You know what I mean? To get out of the Seattle crap in the middle of December and just go down to San Diego and we could we we could have done a month down there if we wanted to you know obviously you know with Steve's kids that wouldn't happen but we oh could no we do weeks. three months yeah, exactly <laughs> we could have done so we are we are fired up and, and the idea uh, behind the radio station in my mind was a brilliant format idea I do like this it was basically just look man we're going to give you entertaining talk shows. We're going to be the home of the San Diego Padres baseball team. We will have comedy. We will have all kinds of just great shows in between. So it's more of a just variety style and music, too, and rock music in between. So there's all these different things. It was just this radio station that had a little bit of something for everybody. And, of course, being on the West Coast, we were going to do our normal time slot from 2 o'clock until 6 Mm o'clock. They brought in a guy who uh, was a, more of a sports guy for the Padre aspect of it, uh, and put him on at midday. So he was the midday guy initially. And on at night, I want to say it was going to be focused on like Padres baseball, music, or music comedy, yeah. or whatever the deal was. So we were fired up to be on this, on this machine of a radio station, and that's what it was called. It was called The Machine. And then they hired a morning show. Yeah, and he did not start on the same day we did. So the day that the station debuted in San Diego, it's fresh, it's new, it hasn't been heard before. We're there from day one, along with the guy that was on before. So I want to say those two were locked in. The morning show still had not started broadcasting yet. So I want to say they started with music, and they kept saying, hey, this show's coming, you know, like right, in, right, in a right. week or whatever yeah. it was. But on this day, do you remember, Mike? They were actually playing our show from the day before in the morning. Ah, okay. Oh, that's right, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. Well, and it was and it was and it was great. We we got a couple calls from San Diego. We thought, all right, this is this is starting to get juiced up. Uh, we knew that the show that they were bringing in from San Francisco uh, had been a popular show at the time. Um, I, I didn't know a lot about it, but they but were they fired, heard good things. They were fired up to get this show, and uh, so they 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 get down to to San Diego. Now they have not gone on the air yet. This is the morning show. They have not got on the air yet, but. Um, they they start promoting the fact that they're going to be on the air through social media and through other things. Well, one of the things that they did was uh, post a picture of the Coronado Bridge. Now, the Coronado Bridge, just to give you an idea, uh, 
is a very high span bridge, big enough where uh, military military size uh, uh, vessels can get underneath this bridge uh, because that's a huge military area. So you got to figure how big the span is on this bridge and how high it is because it's not a drawbridge. So any kind of battleship or any kind of huge ship can get under this thing. Uh, Because of that, it is a notorious place where people commit suicide, much like the Aurora Bridge before they put the fence up here in Seattle. That was exactly what it was. was And it's known in San Diego. They they know it is. And and you know what? Every time I I go down to San Diego, I I think to myself, you know, what a beautiful place this is. Like, you know, what what has happened? You know, how bad could things be? It's not going to get any better than this, you know, in in your life. Lo and behold, just to give you an idea, uh, my wife and I are down there. After all this happened, we go down either to run in a race. or Oh, we went down for the Holiday Bowl. That's what it was. Right. Washington State was playing in the Holiday Bowl. We went down there. It just so happened to be when we were down there. We just wanted to get out of the Seattle gloom for the, for the winter. So it was cool because there's all these Wazoo fans down there. They're partying. They're having a good time. They're playing Michigan State or somebody. I can't remember who they were playing. It's irrelevant. But anyway, we're coming back from Coronado, and there's a truck that stopped in front of us. The guy opens the door, he gets out of his truck, he, go around, he goes around the side and looks over the edge. We're like, what is he looking for? And then he jumped. And this yeah. happened right in front of us. We were going the opposite direction. He, he had his hazards on. People were getting out of their cars trying to stop this guy. Uh, so that stuff is for real. So it, it's very it, – it's, it's, it's a reality of life if you're in that area. It's, 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 it's a big military area. Obviously, you know, sure. people have a hard time. So but, – but, so on social media, the morning show put out a tweet or a Facebook post of a picture of the Coronado Bridge. Understand a couple things about this. Number one, it wasn't their photo. It was someone else's. Then they did not ask permission to use it, which became a whole nother issue. Correct. That, that, that's, that's a big, big no-no. You don't use other people's material, right? The wording, I believe, was jump into a new morning show. Something like that. All right. Well, people, it was Bush League at best. People got wind of this. And they had done the same thing. They got wind of it because they promoted it, like you said, on Facebook or they Twitter got, or uh, both. They got uh, they had done the same thing, by the way, in San Francisco. So, But this time it was the Golden Gate Bridge. And they had promoted their show that way when they right. started there with, with no backlash on that one. But in San Diego, it wasn't going to be the same story. Not only that, this is also your home. For the San Diego Padres. Now, they are a very conservative, baseball-owned, family-driven type of franchise. Uh, They don't put a lot into the team, but they do do a lot with the community. They've never had a winning season. But nonetheless, it's still, you know, with the Chargers gone, this is the one game in town, and they're the biggest thing down there. They did not find this funny. Well, you got to keep in mind, San Diego freaked out, and they kind of contacted the Padres to say, "How can you be part of a station?" station. That that was the the fans' gist, right? Padres have nothing to do with it, and the Padres, because this is a new station, this station is also new to the Padres, so the backlash is even more severe. It's not like they're in some heritage station where you'll find a way to forgive it. They go, "Wait a minute." You guys moved from whatever station they had been on to this brand new station, and and the first thing we really get, the first taste. Or these guys, and to make it worse, the the morning show that put that ad up, there was backlash. They could have saved this, all right. Like anything, a lot of times when you just apologize and say, man, and honestly, God didn't didn't realize the impact. You know, people are fairly forgiving; they understand because we all f up. What they did is is I guess the thing that everyone does now. They double, they double down. down. 
They don't. I mean, like, F you. And again, we're like, well, this is really stupid because if I want people to listen to the show, what I don't do is tell them to go F themselves. So this is now getting worse. The Padres are getting dragged into this. And again, the Padres have nothing to do with this, but they just signed this contract. So yes. based on the backlash there and everything and, and, else. And, and, and they want to back out of it. And, and it was a big deal for our company to get the Padres, took them from another company down there. And this is their first impression of this new company. You know, so, sure. so, so long, long uh, story short here on this, they fired that morning show. They got rid of them. All right. Yeah. Uh, keep in mind, they never broadcast. Yeah. They got fired. They they were never on the air. They never did a show. We were the only show that was that was on the, uh, live in the afternoon. There was a guy who was on midday live. That's not true, but um, but none of us, including the midday guy, had anything yeah, to, do to do with this. With, with this. This was nothing to do with us. So what happens? The company meets with the Padres, and the Padres basically say, "Hey, look, you need to get all the crap." off of that radio station and you know we need to figure something out. It, do, it doesn't reflect our, our values. Yeah, our company's our company's response was to turn it into an all sports station and call it the fan, which is a, a pretty, you know, known moniker in the world sure. of, of of sports talk radio. And so with that, they got rid of us. So we they, they, they moved my, they moved the midday guy Dan Celio, who was a former uh, Miami Hurricane. He played in the NFL for a while. Whatever, who cares? Uh, to morning, <laughs> I don't yeah, care. To mornings, he still got a he, gig. He he kept his job. We got fired. We didn't do anything. So now, and I want to say maybe it was six weeks. I don't think it was weeks. that long, man. No, it was not long at all. If as I recall, we had one call from San Diego that was live on the show, and we had to dump out of him. I don't think he his voice actually went out out over the airwaves. I remember that guy. Yeah, okay. we yeah. were not on long, and we did not. But we lost our first live gig, and, and, and that, that's was, what you're fighting. Just, for. It was just absolutely crushing. So they they killed the format. They took our show off. They fired the morning show. The station flipped to sports. They put sports line up on. The Padres are happy. Obviously, they're not playing baseball now. But, right, right. But, but either way, you know, it, it was just we, – we were thinking maybe there would be more of these types of opportunities. But even if there were, in our minds, you know, San Diego was, was pretty special because just – Oh, it's huge. The city itself, you know, if you're going to go someplace and spend a weekend and tour the radio station or, you know, hang out with listeners in, in any of these markets. But we did get one other live opportunity. Well, we did. We did. Um, we can save it. Yeah, this was this was come even, on, Mike. This is even more this ridic- is this is even more ridiculous than that. <laughs> this okay, one, okay. but but side note, so the show that they fired, so the show mm-hmm. they fired, okay, uh, the guy that's responsible for this, uh, who, who got this whole format canceled, he got it canceled. He got us fired. Yeah, they said, hey, you, you know, you screwed up. You're you're not a good guy. We're firing you, but we're gonna put you on. An afternoon drive in Los Angeles. <laughs> right. So this guy, he was put in timeout. You know, he he got it. I mean, he got it bad. I mean, he they they really they 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 laid the hammer down on him. And then furthermore, you know, within a year after this, then they moved him to mornings. Mm-hmm. So then they said, well, then really f you. You know, how dare you? Here's mornings in L.A. for what you did. Yep, that's where we are right now. We'll tell you more later. You've been listening to The Greatest Story Never Told with Miles and Thrill on Radio.com. Oh, man! A Double Flush Production.